Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, the show that empowers you to wake up to your full potential and achieve your biggest goals and dreams. I am your host, Hal Elrod, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies to take your life to the next level, as well as interview world-class experts and entrepreneurs who have achieved extraordinary goals themselves, and we ask them to give you a peek behind the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Ready? Here we go. Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. This is your host, Hal Elrod. And question, do you have a fitness goal in mind for 2024? Some sort of fitness goal, health and or fitness, although they're separate, right? You can have a health goal where you eat better, but a fitness goal where you want to work out or run, that kind of thing. Personally, my fitness goal is to increase my strength and stamina this year because that's been a real challenge ever since I had cancer. The long-term effects of doing chemotherapy for three years and 700 hours Really, they take a toll on your body and pretty much every aspect of your body too. Like, I won't go into all the details, but let's just say that everything from my hormones, my organs, my bones, like you name it, every aspect of my body was impacted by the chemo. And so my stamina has been really challenged and I struggle to like put muscle on no matter how hard I work out. It's just really difficult. And you might have different challenges or similar challenges for different reasons, but I recently invested in a Carol bike and in full disclosure, this company, Carol Bike, reached out to my team and asked to sponsor the podcast. And this is normal, by the way. I typically get multiple companies reaching out every month asking if we'll accept them as a sponsor. And I turned down 99% of the requests because my number one rule with sponsors is that I have to use and love their products to the point where I'd recommend it to my family, right? And my team replied with our standard response that basically says, I only work with sponsors whose products I use. And Carol Bike replied and they offered to send me one of their bikes to try for 30 days and that they would pick it up if I didn't like it. So I was like, all right, nothing to lose. I'll give it a try. I had an exercise bike once before, an inexpensive one. I didn't really like it. So I was like, "Ah, I don't know that I'll use it, but I'll give it a shot if they're going to pick it up if I don't want it. No problem. What the heck? Why not? And so I have to tell you my very first workout on the Carol Bike and why it was kind of like love at first workout, why I absolutely love it. And I did take them on as a sponsor. And today I'm interviewing the CEO of the company who is just has a phenomenal story. And but we're talking not about his story. We're talking about how you can utilize this technology. So Carol Bike uses rehit technology, reduced exertion, high intensity training. And the CEO and founder utilized this technology to create the bike. And it basically is how do you get the maximum impact in the minimum amount of time and effort? spent. And so here's the quick story on how my first workout went with Carol Bike. So there's a screen on it. You can choose whether you get music or a video. You can do Peloton videos on it. So I did this tiger audio routine. And it's this woman and she starts talking in a really, really nice, pleasant accent. She's like, you're strolling through the countryside or you're going through the African jungle. I forget exactly where we were at. But basically, you're going along, pedal slowly, focus on your breath. I'm like, I can just picture it. It's a nice walk through the jungle, You all of a sudden you hear this rustling on the audio. And she says, oh my gosh, it's a tiger in the brush. It's coming at you. Go for your life. Pedal, pedal harder. And the psychology of this, all of a sudden I'm pedaling as hard and as fast as I can. And my heart is racing. And then 20 seconds go by. Actually, my first workout was 10 seconds, I think. And then I went to 15 seconds and then 20 seconds. But anyway, it was like 10 seconds went by. But my legs are burning and my heart's racing. And I'm like, she's like, oh, the tiger's gone. You can rest and relax. You go back to your breath. Then after a couple of minutes, the tiger comes back and you do it again. And the first workout's eight minutes long. 
and you get this killer workout. It's only eight minutes and it's only two 10 second sprints. Anyway, so that's the experience I had. I was like, this is fun. This is cool. And so I've been using the Carol bike three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It has a heart rate monitor. It tracks my progress. And the technology is such it increases the resistance based on each workout as I go along. So anyway, needless to say, I reached out to Carol bike. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I'll take you guys on for a sponsor for three months, by the way. You guys let me know. Check out the Carol bike. It's at carolbike.com forward slash Hal. That's C-A-R-O-L, carolbike.com forward slash Hal. Check it out and let me know. Email me, reply to the podcast email. Let me know if you guys, if you get the bike, if you do a trial, if you like it. I decided I would do a three-month trial sponsorship with the Carol bike because I want to make sure you all respond and you like it and it's something that you would use because it's the only thing that I'll recommend. So without further ado, I'm excited to introduce you to Carol Ulrich. She is the CEO and founder of Carol Bike. And his background is in engineering, mechanical engineering in Germany, by the way. He started in the Germany's automotive industry. But for many years, he worked as a management consultant with hospitals and healthcare systems. And so him and his co-founders were designing and managing chronic disease management programs for patients with diabetes and heart conditions. And according to Ulrich, Exercise was and is one of the most powerful and beneficial interventions for these patients, yet they struggled to get them to work out. Basically, it's the fastest, easiest way to get a great workout. And that's where Rehit Technology came on. And during the interview today, we don't just talk about the Carol bike. Like I went deep. I was like, hey, I wanted to know why does this technology work? How does it work? But I also asked for you like, okay, if somebody can't afford a Carol bike, they don't want to invest in a Carol bike, how can we utilize this Rehit technology? without using a Carol bike. And so that question comes later in the interview. And I think you'll learn a lot today. I was actually really fascinated with this conversation with Ulrich. So if you want to check out the Carol bike, again, it's carolbike.com forward slash Hal. And without further ado, my new friend, Ulrich, the CEO and founder of Carol bike. And let's talk about how to get fit as fast as possible so you can reach your fitness goals in 2024. Enjoy. Hey, Ulrich, welcome to the podcast, my friend. Thank you. It was great to be here. Yeah. So the meeting today, I feel like the conversation, I really want to understand your background and what got you to become the CEO and founder of Carol Bike. Because when I looked into your story, it was fascinating because your background's in mechanical engineering, right? You, yeah. You're not only that, but you started in Germany's automotive industry. That's right. So... Talk about your background and what led you to the work that you're doing now in, in the fitness industry, if you will. Pure coincidence. So it was really just by chance, as life is. So it's right, I'm a mechanical engineer by background, and I grew up in German automotive industry. So I worked for all the German car makers, the big brands, and then for very personal reasons, wanted to relocate from Germany to, to London to be with my partner. And basically started working in healthcare and worked for many years with hospitals, with health mm. plans, payers on making healthcare better and more cost effective. And the actually only way to make healthcare better and more cost effective is prevention, how to prevent people getting ill. And so what we did was we, my founders, co-founders and I, we designed and managed chronic disease management programs for people with conditions like heart disease or type 2 diabetes. And if you look at what really helps, 
those people. And what really shifts the needle, the most powerful intervention is exercise. Mm. So exercise has so many benefits and would do so many good things for, for everybody and for the patients we've had at the time that we were really keen to, to get them to work out, but we couldn't, we really struggled. And this is a struggle I had personally as well. So sure. the will was there, the understanding was there, all the benefits were there. So such, such a strong case to exercise, but people just don't do it. Yeah. And if you ask why people don't exercise, and there's scientific surveys about this, the number one answer is always lack of time. Mm. So the number one perceived barrier to exercise is lack of time. And it means that less than 5% of Americans, less than 5% of Americans meet government guidelines for aerobic exercise. Wow. And that's what we were confronted with and that we did not have a solution for. And then, and this is now over 10 years ago, in 2012, we stumbled across really very compelling science about how that barrier could be overcome. And that was, we, we saw a BBC documentary about rehit, reduced exertion, high intensity interval training. Mm. And literally I fell in love on first sight <laughs> and I wanted to do this exercise for myself. Okay. And we wanted to get this exercise to make it available for our patients. And <laughs> the very next day when I saw the show, I went to fitness equipment store and bought myself a, an exercise bike, one that, that had met all the criteria that were described in the program. And I tried yeah. to do it myself and it was just nothing like what was, what was presented there, uh, which was, which was very disappointing. But we, we contacted the professors that were featured on that show and asked them, why is it so much different than what you've shown? And the very first thing they said was, well, you need a special bike. And they, they failed to mention that on the show, which was, which was odd. But yeah, so we found out about the science of Rehit and, mm. and what equipment they used in scientific labs and how that was just not available to normal consumers. So in their labs, they had research equipment that was first quite expensive, like ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000. And then really the, the critical thing was those bikes were operated by a second person. So you needed a lab technician by your side to precisely operate it so that you could perform this miracle exercise, reduced exertion hit. And that mm. was just not very useful. And having an engineering background and being rather practical about it, we thought, well, maybe we can solve this. So we, we saw that uh, what, what looked to us like a huge gap in the market and then, yeah, some 10 years ago, had the slightly crazy idea, why, why don't we build a bike that makes this amazing scientific insight and, and the benefits from it available for normal consumers? And that, that's basically how Carol Bike started. And it took, it took a long time. I mean, it's over 10 years ago to sure. get to where we're now. But th that's the genesis. And at the time when you decided to make this leap and create this technology or utilize your engineering background, you were in chronic disease management at that point? That's right. So we, we had a consulting firm working with the 
NHS, that's the National Health Service in, in England, and also health services abroad to design and manage chronic disease management programs. So, so there was really a cohort of patients that desperately needed to get some exercise and didn't do it. And so we, we thought we put two and two together and thought like that, that must be, that must be part of the answer. Interesting. So your team reached out to me a few months ago mm-hmm. and offered to send me a Carol bike to try. And yeah. I initially, I was hesitant because I had friends that had Peloton bikes. And a few years ago, I thought I'm not going to invest a thousand of dollars in a Peloton bike because I don't know if I'll use it. And so I went on Amazon and I bought, I spent a few hundred dollars on like a, just a cheap little exercise bike. And I thought, okay, let me see if I actually use it. And if I use mm-hmm. it, then I'll invest in a, in a nicer expensive bike. And I didn't use it. So I never invested. So I was like, ah, I've already tried the biking thing. But mm-hmm. your team just said, Hey, look, no risk. Like, Try it for a month. If you don't like it, we'll take it back. I'm like, all right, nothing to lose. And the very first workout that I did, I was hooked. It was, I used the Tiger yeah. Track, right? So for those that don't, that, that are listening, that don't know what I'm talking about. So the Carol bike, it's really cool. It's, uh, it's this really high tech advanced bike. It's got the screen on it. And the workouts are as little as eight minutes. Are some of them even less? You can do it and is in as little as five minutes. That's okay. right. And the, the key thing is that it has really, really short sprints. So, so yeah. just two 20 second sprints, really. That's the thing. That's it. I literally, I'm pedaling along and there's this woman's voice and she goes, you're going on a safari. You're going through the jungle, but she's very descriptive. And you see off to the left is the trees and there's birds. And, and I'm like, this Ooh. is really nice. And then on the video screen, there's this, there's this breath monitor that's like, mm-hmm. uh, breathe in, breathe out. So it's like, it's, it's, it's managing my breath perfectly. And then I've got this audio track that is keeping me entertained. And then she goes, it's like the two minute mark. She goes, oh my gosh, off in the brush. It's a tiger. What is coming at you? Run, go drive, bike as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. And I, and, and like, it's, it's so amazing. The psychology, I go, oh, oh, and I'm just biking and biking. Hurry, faster, faster. It's going to catch you. And then all of a sudden, like you said, it's only 20 or 30 seconds of a sprint. And then, yeah. oh, okay. Pedal softly. You're out of danger. And then you go back on this really nice journey and you're just listening to her voice and hearing the birds chirp. And then after another couple of minutes of just pedaling at your own pace, oh, wait, the tiger's back, right? And then you're and then I'm sprinting again, you know, but it's like the workout was done in eight minutes and I didn't feel like I had, you know, but I felt like I had got an amazing workout. Mm-hmm. And one of my goals this year is to improve my cardiovascular ability. I have, I, I ran an ultra marathon, a double marathon years ago. Since then, I've lifted weights, but I've never gotten, I feel like my stamina is not where it needs to be. If I like have to run somewhere, I can run for about 30 seconds, maybe. And then, okay, okay, now I got to walk. So it was perfect timing because I knew that one of my goals in 2024 is to increase my, my stamina, my cardiovascular ability. And I was like, this is perfect. This is fun. This is easy. It's only eight minutes a few times a week. And so I've loved it. And so I'd love, I guess I'd love to hear what's your experience. Cause I know you use the bike. I've heard you've improved your cardiovascular fitness by what, 50%? Yeah, even more than that by now. So, but that's right. So when I started, and I, I have to admit, in my younger years, yes, I was into into sports, but more for for fun and to compete. And then in my 30s, I probably neglected that part and was really just focused on family and job. And then when I when I turned 40, I slowly 
like uh, something changed. My outlook on exercise changed. I took it kind of more, um, I don't want to say serious, but more mindful about the, the actual purpose, like more purpose driven, the exercise. And I improved my view to max by over 50%. Mm. Now explain what, what does that mean? Your VO to max? Oh, I'm sorry. So my ability or everybody's ability to burn, to metabolize oxygen while exercising. And it's basically a measure for your cardiorespiratory fitness. And it is, I'm going to go all out now. It's the most important health marker. So it's the mm. strongest correlate to life expectancy and is, is really the most fundamental health marker that, that we have. And I've improved mine by over 50%. I'm now in the top six, 7% for my age group. How old are you, by the way? I'm 46. I'm 46. Okay. Yeah. I'm 44. So we're right. We're similar. Yeah, exactly. And that's, <laughs> to be honest, I'm probably quite representative of our like average type user. So we're, we're more for people who, yeah, go approach exercise with specific objectives, who, who want to um, improve their fitness, who want to improve their health, who are more who care about the results rather than, I mean, the experience as you've described it is actually, so there's, there's like, we have a slightly playful approach to that as well, but it's really, it's about giving you maximum results in minimum time. So that's, that's what it is about. And the, the experience that you've described is, I mean, in some ways it explains also why it works because what we do, we simulate a very brief, but we simulate a fight or flight situation. So where you, have to run for your life or fight mm. for your life and where your your energy demand basically explodes and goes yeah. up by a factor of 100 compared to to rest and that explosive change in energy demand forces your body to to use like a different type of fuel and mobilize what's called muscular glycogen that's locally stored in your muscles it can access that very rapidly and has to access it very rapidly and with that, with mobilizing this muscular glycogen, it releases certain signaling molecules that are bound to the glycogen. And those molecules signal to your body that it has to get fitter and stronger. And mm. that's why you can achieve very remarkable results and create basically the most potent training stimulus with just two 20-second sprints. And you've said that it's easy. I really hesitate to call it easy. So it's very simple because the bike is fully automated yeah. and is controlled and it sets the optimal resistance at the optimal time, applies it very rapidly. You're guided through it. So, so it's simple in a way. And, and it's because it's so personalized, it's, it's for any age and fitness level. But it's not easy because you do really have to push to your limits very briefly, very briefly, yeah. but you push to your limits and that creates that powerful training stimulus. And once you've tried it, you will feel it is a proper exercise. It is a proper workout, but you can do it very, very quickly. And it therefore fit it into almost any schedule. And that, that's what makes it much more accessible than say traditional longer cardio. Well, so we're talking, I think about the fitness aspect, obviously. What about the longevity mm -hmm. aspect? So, and before you answer that, let me say, I'm, I'm currently co-authoring the Miracle Morning for Seniors book right now. Mm -hmm. And my co-author, uh, Dwayne Clark, he is an expert in longevity, right? Mm -hmm. uh, he studied all of the blue zones and those that live to be 100 plus years old, the centurions. And so he and I were talking the other day about longevity and about these people that live to be 100 years old. 
I'm curious on that piece. So this mm-hmm. rehit technology or just just cardiovascular exercise in general, how does that benefit not just fitness but also longevity? Yeah. So I repeat the thing about VO2 max okay. being the strongest correlate to life expectancy. Ah, uh, okay, got it. And research has shown that an improvement of your VO2 max by 10% adds on average two years of healthy life expectancy to your lifespan. So it's very significant. That's 10% improvement. You can achieve such an improvement. So we see in our data and scientists have shown in numerous studies now in their labs that you see about a 12% improvement on average in the first eight weeks. And then mm-hmm. if you continue, you can see an, like roughly the same improvement over 20 weeks total, so another 12 weeks. So you get a very marked improvement in this yeah, most fundamental health and longevity marker. That's incredibly important. So that's kind of the statistics about it. Also in terms of how you feel and like just how capable you are, so as we age, our VO2 max, our cardiorespiratory fitness declines on average by 10% per decade post 30. Yeah. So after the age of 30, we decline about 10% per decade on average. So in only eight weeks, you can basically turn back the clock on your, your fitness by over a decade. Hmm. The exercise can be done in five minutes. The maximum it takes is eight minutes, 40 seconds. So it's very brief. You only have to do it two to three times per week. And then over eight weeks, you see those marked improvements. So it's it's really quite remarkable what can be achieved. And this is just because exercise is so profound and fundamental. There, there are many other benefits as well. The other kind of really fundamental thing is metabolic health. So yeah. studies have shown that also over eight weeks, you can reduce your risk of developing metabolic diseases like type 2 diabetes by 62%. That's very significant. That's the same improvement you'd expect from taking prescription drugs like metformin just without the side effects. So metformin is is quite popular in longevity, like in people who care about longevity and, and to optimize that, but it's not without side effects. So there's pros and cons to it. Exercise, with exercise, you can achieve the same benefits just without the cons, without the side effects. And then there's a long list of other benefits. So it's good for for your brain health. It's good for your mental health. It can offset some of the deleterious effects of of lack of sleep. But that, that just reflects that exercise is so important. Yeah. And it offers basically the benefits of exercise in a very, very compressed amount of time. Talk about the brain health piece, because I had brain damage when I was 20 from a car accident. And then I went through three years of chemotherapy that just wreaked havoc on my brain. And so, yeah, I'd love to know the brain health piece, because I I think for me, I'm a big believer in the mind-body connection. And I think that when we're aware of a benefit or why we're doing something, I think we're more likely to get the benefit, right? You can also get a benefit without even being aware of it. But so for mm-hmm. me, I would love to understand better the brain health so that when I'm doing the, the bike every day, like I, I understand yeah. what it's doing for my brain. Yes, yes, of course. So multiple aspects to it. So there's like the, say, the physiological aspects of brain health. There's a large body of scientific evidence that shows that exercise supports the release of BDNF. So that's mm-hmm. brain-derived neurotropic factor. Yeah. And uh, 
greater increases have been reported with higher intensity exercises. And BDNF, and I'm a mechanical engineer, as you, as you introduced me at the beginning, but BDNF helps to keep the brain young. So higher yeah. plasma BDNF levels are associated with better cognitive performance, attention, memory, whereas lower BDNF levels are found in patients with dementia, cognitive impairment, and so on. And so BDNF is very important for brain health and the evidence. So there was a recent study, for example, that showed that short high-intensity sessions increased BDNF four to five times more than light or moderate intensity exercise conducted for much longer periods. There's good evidence and emerging evidence to show that high-intensity exercise basically improves or helps with brain health through that pathway. So that's the more physiological aspect. And then there's the mental health aspect. And there's Hmm. also a growing and a large body of evidence by now that exercise is as effective or more effective in treating anxiety and depression as psychotherapy or medication. And again, it appears that higher intensity exercise is more effective than low or moderate intensity exercise. And so this is the the complex interactions. And I, I don't think these are fully understood, but one factor that's thought to contribute that to that is lactate. So that when you do anaerobic high intensity exercise, you produce a lot of lactate that gets transported in the brain and plays a role there in the production of certain molecules like, like serotonin and norepinephrine and that help with anxiety and depression. And if you have lower levels of those, it can lead to anxiety, lower inhibitory control and so on. And so higher intensity exercise creates that connection that may explain the greater effectiveness in basically alleviating anxiety and depression. So that's fascinating. And that it makes a lot of sense. I'm wondering, I'm thinking about another thing. This is a selfish question for me. I feel like as I'm getting older, my testosterone is going down. It's harder for me to keep muscle mass on. Is there any correlation between the rehit training and testosterone? So I think the science on that is mixed, I would say. I think when I look at my blood markers, I suspect it does. And exercise and especially also strength training certainly are helpful. As I understand it, and we have discussed it with our scientific advisors, the really hardcore scientific evidence is not clear-cut on testosterone. So I wouldn't want to go out on a limb and promise much higher T-levels afterwards. (laughs) What I can say, and there we have own research, and this is due to be published soon, is that, so yes, for strength, it is actually very relevant. So these rehit sprints are performed at such a high intensity levels, even though they're so short that they are actually relevant for muscular gain and strength. And so, for example, in terms of one rep max of uh, squats to measure lower limb strength, this is a very new study that hasn't been published yet, but I've seen the the manuscript. We've saw improvements of 13, 14% also after only eight weeks. So that's that's quite uh, remarkable as well and is a meaningful improvement in strength. Now, it's good to hear that you're, you're lifting as well. I love lifting and I think everybody should lift something heavy at least once a week. Sure. So generally, so we, we don't want to say that, oh, all you need to do is Carol. No, there's there's more. So Carol is one thing to get 
cardio done very quickly, very efficiently. But there's also strength and there's also flexibility and stability training that, that yeah. should kind of be included in a comprehensive program. But for lower limb strength, absolutely, Carol, and rehit does add to it and, and will support it. Remind me what rehit stands for again. So it's reduced exertion, high intensity interval training. Everybody will have heard about HIT and so high intensity interval training. Okay. And the reduced exertion is not that you do it at a lower intensity level. No, it's just that you do it like these very, very short intervals, mm. only two 20 second sprints. So traditional interval training can be, so the effectiveness is beyond any doubt and uh, has been shown very comprehensively. It's just the rate of perceived exertion is actually so high that it's uh, not so easy to do for many people. And so scientists basically went or did over decades trials to find how little do you have to do to get the benefits? Mm. What's basically the minimum effective dose? Yeah. And two 20-second sprints seem to be that sweet spot that is enough to trigger the adaptation. And yeah, but you, you don't need to do more. Actually, this is really almost bizarre, I would say, or at least very, very remarkable. It appears that doing more sprints or longer sprints doesn't help more, but actually delivers less benefits. And this is slightly puzzling. So if you, if you did not two 20-second sprints, but you did six 30-second sprints or six 40-second sprints or eight 40-second sprints or so, the current scientific understanding is that you'll get less benefits. And the presumed explanation is that once you know you have to do more and longer sprints, psychology kicks in and you, mm. you start to pace yourself. Yeah. You don't push to your limits, but you, you go like 80% or 90%. But you don't go 100%. Whereas two 20-second sprints are so short that it's yeah. entirely feasible to really go all out, to go 100% for totally. those two short periods. Now, for me, and this is a personal thing, but this is also what I hear from our users, the saying no pain, no gain still applies a little bit. Oh, totally. My, my legs are burning after those 20 seconds. They are burning. Yeah, exactly. But for me, it works like this. The first 10, 15 seconds... I can push through the sprint without actually feeling pain or like I, I just push as hard as I can. And then the last five seconds, I feel my legs burning, but then I'm almost through it. So I can push to the end and then, okay, okay I have a recovery. I'm, I'm breathing heavily and so on. But the recovery actually always is always quite nice if the pain goes away. Yeah. So yeah. two 20 second sprints is something for me that's short enough to, to just go all out and. Now, the other thing to say is, so this is highly personalized. And so my mom is 80 and she does it every other day, but she obviously doesn't do it with my intensity levels and my resistance levels. She does it appropriately for an 80 year old. So, so it's, if I look at her power values, they look much different, but she can do it as well because it's highly personalized. And so she goes to her limits, which are much lower than mine, but she can still do it. And we offer. So a range of different variations. So you can also do it with two 10-second sprints or two 15 seconds or three 15 seconds to basically help users, our riders, find something that's sustainable and that they can adhere to. Because that is really, that's the holy grail of exercise is finding something that's sustainable for you 
and that yeah. you can do. So the, all the benefits that I've listed earlier is wonderful. You, you can achieve them in six to eight weeks. They're really noticeable. You can feel them. You feel better. But the sad thing is if you stop exercising, you, you lose them as well in about the same time frame. So they, they're not sticky. Exercise is something you have to do consistently. And so therefore, adherence is really our number one goal. Obviously, we want everybody to, to have these fitness gains and metabolic health benefits and so on, but they follow on automatically if you manage to stick to it. So adherence is our number one goal. That makes sense. And the thing is, the more the easier it is, the more fun it is, right? Mm. The better. Yeah. So I have a question for you, though. Can you do rehit on a mm. standard exercise bike? So if it was possible, then we wouldn't have founded Carol. So mm. the thing is, to do it right and to have a good experience, you need to apply the optimal resistance or at least the right resistance at the right time. And that is after you've accelerated already to a high pedal cadence at a high pedal speed at low resistance, and then you need to apply it very rapidly. So if you have to turn a button or a knob mm-hmm. or a lever while you're spinning at top speed, yeah, it's very difficult. And so I couldn't do it and I couldn't achieve it. That's not how the researchers did the science in their labs. And we find it not practical. And it's it's just not a good experience. Whereas with a Carol bike, it's fully automated. It's optimized for you. It gets adjusted as you get fitter and stronger. So the, the exercise basically changes and gets easier or harder, depending on your fitness levels. You're guided through the workouts. You get tracking metrics. You see there your progress. You will also feel your progress. And that makes it just an optimal solution for rehit. So we're yeah, we're fully optimized for rehit. By now, many of the, or several of the leading labs actually use our bikes for their research. So the, we, we stayed in contact with those researchers and, and they're doing their research also on Carol bike now because it's just easier for them to do this in their lab with, if, if there's not, if it doesn't require a, a lab technician or exercise physiologist to supervise every single session. And, and that's, that's what we offer. We offer an optimal rehit experience. Now, I should say it, it doesn't only do that. It's actually also a very versatile bike. You can use, like it has many other kind of workout types on it. You can use it if you so want with apps like Peloton Digital or Netflix, Disney Plus, whatever. Or yeah. you can use all the f- popular cycling apps on it. So it's a very versatile bike as well. But what we have optimized our bike for is rehit. We, we really want to give the best rehit experience that you could possibly have. And I got to ask one question that was a big question for me. And I would imagine anybody listening, Peloton. Peloton mm-hmm. is the, that for me is the one that I knew. I never heard a Carol bike before. Yeah. And so if I'm looking between a Carol and a Peloton, is it just the rehit that the big difference or why Carol bike over yeah. Peloton? Yeah. So obviously there are some people for whom a Peloton bike will be better. And so sure. Peloton clearly is if you, if you want like banging soundtracks, celebrity instructors, and the ability to high five other users as you share uh-huh. a, a class, then Peloton is for you. And so to be honest, we wish them very well. I hope they do wonderfully well. It's good for everybody. And I, I think they have a very nice product, so no complaints there. But yeah. that is kind of what they offer. What we offer is maximum health and fitness benefits in minimum time. So we're yeah. all about results and achieving those basically maximum results in minimum time. And 
I'm sure, like, I, I do Peloton classes from time to time. Yeah, because you can subscribe on the Carol bike on the screen. I haven't done that, right? But you can actually have Peloton classes on the screen on the Carol bike. Exactly. Like, that's one thing we chose. Our bike is compatible with a whole range of different apps. So for cycling enthusiasts, they love Swift or Ruby or Kinomap. Those are mm. kind of, you can have participate in, in virtual cycling races and so on. We want it to be fairly open, not a closed platform, but fairly open so that you can do whatever you enjoy. And so, yes, you can install the Peloton digital app very easy with a couple of clicks and then use the bike also to participate in Peloton digital classes. That's not why people buy us. People don't buy Carol bikes because they want to participate in Peloton classes, that would not be great. <laughs> it would just be the wrong choice. Then buy a Peloton bike by all means. But most people don't have two bikes in a, in a household. And if you, <laughs> we think so that the bike can be used for all members of a household, for example, it's useful to have that versatility that the primary user is focused on Carol, but others may want to do other things. So if you have children or teenagers, they want to do something else or your partner wants to do something else, then that's a good choice. Awesome. One last question, unless I think of anything else, but, and it's again, for anybody listening and they're wondering, could I achieve the same benefits with other types of cardio? Because again, my goal Mm -hmm. this year is to increase my cardiovascular abilities. Could you just do that going for a walk or a jog or run every day? Yeah, sure. So let me be really brief on that. So I would not suggest to try rehit on a treadmill, a stepper, an elliptical, or a rowing machine. I think my primary concern would be about just safety. So I don't think it would be safe for most people to do these explosive all-out sprints on a treadmill, for example. I've covered already a normal exercise bike. One thing that's an interesting alternative, and if your gym has that, it's, it's probably a good thing to try. Or if you have it at home, it's an air bike. So the CrossFit community likes air bikes. You can achieve the kind of high power outputs and, and relatively fast increase in power on an air bike. And so this might be a good alternative, but an air bike is essentially a bike with one gear. So it's one defined relationship between te- pedal speed and power. And so that may be great for a 30 year old CrossFit athlete. It yeah. certainly wouldn't be great for my now 80 year old mother. So because she needs a different resistance setting. And so Carol has. 255 gears and continuously personalizes the exercise. So the air bike is a, if you have access to one is a good alternative to try it. And then the last thing, just a sprint track. So literally to go for a jog and then mix in short, well, 20 seconds for a sprint is yeah, short all out sprints. Mm, okay. If your joints can do it, if you're confident about the trip hazard, and you're not embarrassed, that's, which is actually, I think, a pretty important point, yeah? Because I, I never see in my local park people do all-out sprints. <laughs> but if you're okay with that, I think that's a very low-cost and probably effective alternative. Got it. Oh, Rich, well, man, your story, this is, it's really cool. I love that it reminds me of kind of like Miracle Morning, my book. It wasn't a book idea. I created this out of the work I was doing and, and something that helped me. And, and I saw an opportunity to share it with other people. And I feel like you having worked with chronic diseases and figuring, mm-hmm. oh, we need to find a way for people to mm-hmm. exercise. Oh, mm-hmm. nobody wants to, you know, we can't get them to exercise. And like that statistic you gave of it's less than 5% of Americans or oh, roughly 5% yeah. that are cardiovascularly healthy at the level they're supposed to be, which mm-hmm. means 95% of us are not. 
Yeah. So yeah, man, thank you for the work that you're doing. And what's the best place if anybody wants to get in touch with you or discover Carol Bike, what's the best way to find you? Sure. So we're on all socials with at the Carol Bike. And yeah. you can find us at our web store, carolbike.com. One thing I should say, we, we don't operate stores, but we have a very generous and I think market-leading risk-free trial. So if you wanted to, to get a bike, you get free delivery and you have a 100-day risk-free trial. So that's enough to see whether you like it, whether you can do it, whether you f- see the benefits. And if it is not for you, for any reason, we, we just pick it up again and you get a full refund. So that's an yep, easy that's, way to try it. Yeah, that's what convinced me to give it a shot. I'm like, but I'm keeping it now. I, lo- I love it. So awesome. Ours. Well, hey, it's a pleasure to finally talk to you face to face. And thanks so much, brother. And goal achievers, I love you so much. And if your goal like me for this year is to get fit, to improve your cardiovascular ability, your health, your fitness, check out the Carol bike and hopefully it will bless your life the way it has mine. Love you all so much. Talk to you next week. Thank you. Hey, Goal Achievers, we talked about your fitness today, but before we end today's episode, I want to talk to you about your health for just a minute. You may have made a resolution to eat healthy this year, but are you going to actually be able to do it, right? That's a lot trickier, isn't it? So better nutrition, you know, is a key to health and longevity and a healthy diet can even help you avoid health risks that run in your family. So Organifi is my daily healthy superfood habit, making the world's finest, if you will, organic whole food supplements from protein powders to green superfoods to red superfoods with things like beets and raspberries that I take before I work out to increase my blood flow. If you want to improve your health, head over to Organifi.com forward slash Hal. That is spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Organifi.com forward slash Hal. And use the discount code Hal to get 20% off your entire order as a listener of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. And may your health be with you and be excellent like it's never been this year. And Organifi can make it easier for you. So head over to Organifi.com forward slash Hal. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. 